everybody. Ooh, ooh, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Anxious and thriving. Dee 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 dee. Hi, um, happy Wednesday, happy midway through the week, let's all just take a deep freaking breath, okay, let out that freaking stress from Monday and Tuesday, bitch, we don't need that in our lives, fuck the stress, we don't need it, okay, also, if you hear a buzzing, I'm sorry. I, I hear it in my headphones and I don't know if you hear it in the uh, recording, but if it's there, ignore it. And if I, if you're only hearing it now because I pointed it out, I'm sorry. Um, today, I am so excited because we're talking about sex, girl. Mm, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, and I know I've kind of already talked about it in um, another episode, but I didn't really dig deep, you know, dig deep, wink, wink. I did not dig deep. And so today we're just going, we're going around all the corners in all the folds. We're going around the bend. We're getting wet. Okay. We're exploring everything and we're just talking openly about it. So I've had an issue with creating a tagline for this freaking podcast. The one that I have on my, um, well, wherever it's on, it's on Instagram and my bio, I think is the primary place. But I think when you like play, when you play an episode like on Spotify or something, the tagline pops up. Anyway, I've changed it like 5,000 times, but I've been trying to like figure out a way to incorporate these two different things so one obviously it's called anxious and thriving i want to talk about our anxieties our mental health and how even though we have all these issues you know it's not debilitating to us and we can still thrive in our life and like share stories of when i've been anxious when i've been depressed all that but what i also want to do is like share stories that we have anxiety talking about things that are not normalized things that are not openly spoken about. So I want to do both of those things. So if you're confused why I'm talking about sex and this podcast is called Anxious and Thriving and you're like, hello, that is the reason. So, um, oh, what was I going to say too? Have you guys been listening to um, Taylor Swift's new Red album? Because I have. And I just want to say, she put it out. She couldn't have put it out at a better timing. Or worse timing. I don't know which one to go with. Because every single song, it seems, has to, is correlating to what I'm going through right now. And, you know, I, I've been wanting to um, get in a better place in my life and try to move forward and all that stuff. And not be so freaking sad all the time. Even though it is good to let out my emotions and to feel however I feel every day. I'm not trying to block any of that. Um, however, Taylor Swift puts out all these songs about breakups and being sad and I'm like okay um do I do I sing along and just feel my feels or do I not listen because I'm trying to be in a better mood I've chosen the first one <laughs> because that was a weird laugh what was that um because yeah I just want to feel and everybody else is vibing to her songs and so um yeah 
if you haven't listened to her new um, release, Taylor's version Red, then go listen to it if you care. And I'm not even a big Taylor Swift like fan. I like her. And like I've been to concerts and whatever. But I'm not like a, a Swifty or whatever. I don't know. I Listen, I don't know what you call Taylor fans, hardcore fans. But um, I was like, you know what? I'll listen. And now I'm hooked. I watched the All Too Well 10 minute version um, short film on YouTube. And it was really good. And I watched it twice. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, masturbation. Let's get started. <laughs> okay, but for, for realsies. Okay. So... Sex in general, let's start from the way beginning when we are in our youth. So this is this is from a woman's perspective, me, a woman, but it is also just my perspective. And so it's not everybody's. That's just what I'm going to preface this episode with. Um, but basically how like my first thoughts of sex were like icky and gross um, because the first times that you hear about sex um or maybe like when your when your parents tell you about it or um it's probably that it's probably when your parents tell you about it and then later down um you hear about it in school for me it was middle school and high school i think actually it came back around um anyway but to think of like your parents doing that when you're young it's like icky and gross um, and to be honest, my mom talked to me about it once and I was grossed out and we never talked about it ever again. I was not introduced to sex really at all. Not through my parents talking to me about it, not through like movies. I never watched those like typical like girly teenage movies before. And when I would, when I would watch a show, a TV show or a movie that was like, more like there were like girls and guys and relationships and they were flirty and like like um what's that one uh my life as a what is it I was gonna say teenage robot what's the one where she's my life as an American teenager is that it the one where she's pregnant and like 16 whatever I used to watch that one on like or like Degrassi too and I would make sure that I was watching it when like nobody else could really hear that I was watching it because I thought it was like taboo and something I shouldn't be watching um but like the classic movies like I didn't see Mean Girls until college and I only just saw Clueless like a month ago (laughs) so like there are a lot of like those classic like movies I guess you could say for girls but anyone can watch them that kind of helps introduce us to like what teenage life is like and what romance and flirting and relationships and heartbreak and exploring your body is like and I just wasn't introduced to that um and um sorry my my oh do you remember and I'm gonna I'll put up if you're watching on YouTube I'll put up a little um image of what the book I'm talking about but there's this book that you're given as a little girl and it has like three girls on the front page all in like towels. They're cartoons, but it's like a body book. You like learn about like your vagina. You learn about like hair growing like wherever it's supposed to grow. And I remember my mom giving me that book and I would only read it like in the bathroom when like nobody else could see that I was reading it. And that's like, ah, oh, that sucks. And I'm not 
I'm not completely, you know, necessarily putting blame on my mom because like her generation also didn't talk about this stuff. So like, it's not really her fault that she maybe didn't feel so comfortable talking to me about it. Um, also, if me and my family were ever watching a movie that in, like there was a kissing scene or, you know, whatever, my parents would always say like, ew, gross, like don't look. And like, even though it was just kissing, it was still an intimate scene. And so because of their reaction of and like, you know, as a little kid, I thought it was funny. I would like close my eyes and I'd be like, ha ha ha, I'm not looking. But now as like, well, as like when I was growing up, I don't feel that way anymore. To an extent, I am still trying to heal my inner child when I'm watching certain movies with my parents and there's like a sex scene or an intimate scene or kissing scene I make sure that my eyes stay on the screen and I don't feel embarrassed where I like need to look away or pretend I'm doing something else um I try to focus on like this is this is my viewing of the movie I don't care about what you guys are thinking this is this this movie is for my enjoyment and so I'm gonna react however I react and I'm just going to enjoy it. And so I've been trying to like change my mindset and actions and just how I like consciously am thinking when I am watching a movie with them, which stems from how I uh, grew up as a child with them. Um, but so, yeah, I, I, I never really, t- I never talked about it with my friends. The only things we talked about Growing up as kids, we're like, oh, like, I have a crush on this guy, whatever. But then, like, if you would, quote, like, go out with a, with somebody in, like, elementary school or middle school, you never really hung out with them. You never, like, sat with them in the cafeteria. I do remember this one time when I was, quote, going out with somebody in middle school. And it would always be, like, the guy's friend coming up to you, right? It would never be him himself. And his friend came up to me in the cafeteria one time and he was like, um, I'll just like make up a name. Uh, let's say Ryan. Ryan's wondering if you'll like come sit with him at his lunch table. And I straight up said no, <laughs> but not because I didn't want to, because I, it was because I was embarrassed. Um, that's another thing too, like being being intimate in any way showing affection in any way is very hard for me to do publicly just because there was never really that shown to me growing up and so that is also another thing that I'm trying to become more comfortable with um and yeah in in school I was trying to when I was like making my notes about about sex and trying to remember like what we learned in school about it I'm going to be totally honest. I don't really remember much. I mean, I don't remember much about school in general about what we learned. But, like, I feel like it's a pretty important thing to learn. But the ways that they teach it in general is, like, oh, like, make sure you're wearing protection. You don't get pregnant. Um, Here, these are pictures of your sex organs. And that's it. Women, you get your period. And that's it. That's literally all I remember. I remember seeing the sex organs of both um, a male and a female typical body. I 
remember kind of them talking about like more so in 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 uh high school like make sure you don't get stds don't get pregnant wear protection but that's all i remember and also for these subjects you know we'd learn it in like in in one subject in one like lesson of the class we'd take a test and then we'd move on so like it was never really talked about it wasn't and when it was it was like taboo and we were all like and so and even if I were to have really remembered what we talked about it wasn't the important stuff anyway like like there's more to sex than just like penetration and the sex organs and STDs there's emotions that go along with it it's um making us feel like we should be comfortable exploring our bodies especially the women and the girls in the class and um like what what is consent and what does it look like um and just a bunch of shit that we didn't learn and I didn't talk about this stuff in a classroom until I took this class called that was specifically for it sociology of sexualities in college probably my all-time favorite class in college maybe not all-time but like it's definitely up there my major was marketing I hated all my marketing classes and I liked my psychology classes um so I guess I picked the right major (laughs) I also never had a boyfriend until college And, you know, I would have liked to have one in high school, but I was too good for everybody, I think, is um, what the actual reasoning was for why I didn't have one. But, yeah, I didn't have a boyfriend until freshman year of college. And even then, we were both our first times. And we started dating in March of 2015. And we didn't have sex until, like, September, September 2015. So, we had that whole semester. We had the summer. And then we didn't have sex until the following fall semester when I was a sophomore. And, like, for girls, like, we think of, um, like, once we get, like, older and, Sex is kind of romanticized for us in movies. Like, we see it, like, romanticized in movies, and then men see it in porn. So, like, clearly we're on two very opposite sides of the spectrum. So, I had this picture of it being, like, this really beautiful thing, especially because it was with uh, my boyfriend, and I was, like, really excited about it. I was also really nervous. Um, And so I had... We were, like, planning it out. And... um, it was going to be this one night specifically. And I was like planning on what I would do. I was like, oh, I could play this music. I'd have these like nice string lights on and it could be cute. And and we'd get dinner beforehand. But then we were hanging out in my room the night before. And he was like, why don't we just do it now? And I was like, oh. Um, and I had all these plans for the next night. But um, I kind of just went along with it. Part of me was like, why not? But a majority of me really only said yes because I wanted to please my boyfriend. I wanted him to be happy. 
and that is because of um, me putting everybody else before myself, which is not always good. Um, I don't necessarily do that anymore. I'm just describing how I was at the time. But it's also because women um, prioritize, well, women, I shouldn't, I shouldn't put the blame on women. The, like in a, in a guy, girl, um, sexual experience, um, the man's sexual experience is um, prioritized over the women's and like for a while actually for that whole relationship like sex was over once he had come I didn't have an orgasm once that whole two and a half really year relationship I didn't know what it would take for me to have an orgasm. I also was still kind of in a state of mind of like, my body is icky. If I think about my body in that kind of way of like masturbation, then like that's an icky thought and I shouldn't be thinking of myself in that way. Which is fucked up because that's just how... That's a result of how women are looked at, spoken to, thought of, programmed to be. Is we just like, we don't, we don't think about masturbating as much as guys do. And like, for example, when we're called out for, for wearing like a short skirt and like a tank top, whatever, and we're catcalled and, and we get like, essayed and men are always like well like women were asking for it it's like we feel very vulnerable already in the world and we're constantly looked at and like our sexuality is something not to be explored like it is only for a man and I will tell you that I currently watch porn and I do notice that it's definitely for men. I mean, I get off to it, yeah. But if like if someone grew up watching porn and, and thought like that's that's how all my experiences are gonna be, then like that's not good. Obviously it then correlates to the idea that I just said that sex is for men and not for women um but so I was always afraid of masturbating for a whole lot of reasons but I remember when me and my first boyfriend were long distance he would be like why like aren't you into that I'd be like, I don't know, I'm just like, I'm just not. And I think it had to do with like how I was at that point used to like only pleasuring him and sex being done when he was finished. But also the thought of my, me thinking of my body in that way in like, oh, let me please myself kind of way was, was achy. Um, 
and also I never wanted to even like once I thought about even masturbating I never wanted to do it until I moved out of the house just because I couldn't get my mind off of like the fact that my parents were there like in the house somewhere like could they hear me and just like even if they couldn't like just the thought of them being there was like in my head and my mind is a constant flow of thoughts it never shuts up so that was always something that I was like okay nope I'm not doing that even in college too like I remember the first time that I ever like talked about vibrators was with my college roommate senior year and they had them but for some reason I was like I was nervous to have it shipped to me like at at college or even at home because like what if someone reads the label and it says what it is um but then the other reason was like in college I'm like okay well our rooms are right next to each other if I use this then like they're gonna hear so I never ended up getting one um I also didn't really um well second semester I didn't have um a, a partner at all so I was like and I was focused on like myself and everything and nothing really sexual or intimate but um the reason why I started thinking about masturbation even to begin with was um well one of my hookup partners I guess we'll just call it that in college senior year first semester like that was kind of my first encounter with like somebody like getting off to my pleasure I was like oh I didn't know that was a thing but also I hadn't started masturbating at this point so I still didn't ever um have an orgasm with this guy um but because he was thinking about me when we were being intimate it was already that much better than when me and my ex-boyfriend would have sex which was nice it was a it was a nice a nice change um and the reason why we were hanging out is because I had broken up with my ex and I wanted to know what it was like with other people um and then fast forward to like three years ago is it three years ago dang 29 wait 2019 is two years I'm I'm fucking stupid uh anyway (laughs) um I was uh hanging out with this one guy and it had been a while since like me and that college guy had hung out so I kind of like forgot about like what a a good sexual experience was oh wait hold on back up there's a there was another guy um after I graduated college in the spring of 2019 I um met up with this guy on hinge and it was just a hookup casual relationship um but he was like getting off to my pleasure also I was like what is going on like this is really nice and um I still never orgasm because I I hadn't explored my body yet at that point but like he would finish right but then he would he would make sure or like try to get me to finish even after he had finished and I was like oh like guys can still be like 
in the mindset of sex even after they've come like i didn't think that was a thing i thought that like we were just forgotten about after that after they had finished so i was like whoa like he's so nice (laughs) and then um like the summer and fall-ish i was hanging out with this other guy um and same thing happened like he was like very much into my pleasure and i was like oh damn and even just in like normal conversation he would always like hype me up and like say how much of like a cool person i was so at that point in time i really started to think about me and my pleasure and maybe starting to explore that and so i did but it was also easier because i had moved out of my parents house at this point and this was a year ago this was november 2020 when i moved out of my first apartment post-college so everybody the first time i ever masturbated the first time that i ever had an orgasm was in 2020 a year ago when i was 24. Can we just sit with that for a second? Now, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I am in no way embarrassed to admit that or ashamed or, um, you know, all that stuff. But, like, for, like, I, I, I spoke openly about this to my, uh, a couple of my guy friends the other weekend. And they were like, what? Like, I started masturbating when I was, like, 11. I was like, yeah, I know. Like, it's it's normal for guys. It's it's like expected of a guy to start masturbating really young. But for a woman, it's not openly talked about. And we don't feel comfortable. And we feel like we're doing something wrong and something icky. Even when I first started masturbating, um, I got a vibrator just for um, clitoral stimulation. And, um, it was just like, uh, I was going to see if I have anything that somewhat looks like it, but I don't. Okay. It was kind of like a a cylinder, but it had like rounded edges at both ends. It was kind of like this long, this wide. It was small. It was like, um, travel sized. Uh, I got it from adamandeve.com. Uh, that's where all my friends told me to get stuff. Wait, did I get it from there? Or did I get it from a sex toy shop in Boston? I might have got it from a, a, a toy shop in Boston, but, um, the one that I use now is from Adam and Eve. Uh, so, what was I talking about? Okay, I think the first time that I, like, used it, like, I would turn it on and, like, just... I'd want to know like what it sounded like and what kind of different settings it had. But when I first used it, I'm pretty sure that I had an orgasm that first time that I used it. And then I I remember texting my cousin like right after. And I was like, I had an orgasm because I had talked to her mainly. um, And I talked to uh, friends just about like, masturbating and what is it like and all this stuff because I would always say like I don't know if I've ever had one before 
and everyone would always say like, oh, if you don't know if you've had one, then you definitely haven't had one. But as I'm learning, there are different kinds of orgasms for someone, um, a person with a vagina. There we go. Um, um, you can have different kinds of orgasms. You can have, like, for example, a G-spot orgasm, which is internal. So who knows if I if I've had that? I don't know. Um, but I'd never had what I believed to be an orgasm, which was like ejaculation, you know, using the clitoris for simulation and all this stuff. And, um, so I had one, um, a clitoral orgasm. I had one, uh, the first time I used my vibrator and I was like, oh my God, like that was such, like, it felt so good and so powerful, honestly, that like I could do it myself. Um, and so I think I'd like would masturbate every other night, um, it was a lot. It was happening. It was happening a lot because I had a lot of catching up to do, and it was fun. Um, and I didn't have a partner, and um, but even like, I would talk to you know my cousins and my friends, and I would say like, oh, but can you like masturbate with just your hands? And they would say yes. And for me, for some reason, using a vibrator was okay but using my fingers was gross and icky and it wasn't because of like my vagina and like the stuff down there like that's not what made it gross and icky it was gross and icky because it was my own hand like me doing the work and that made it icky it felt like something like I shouldn't be doing like touching myself and again, that stems from how women are treated in society. So, but eventually I got over it and I would just like practice here and there and um, I was able to do it. So on those sad, sad days when my vibrator runs out of power, I do use my hands. <laughs> and I mean, it, it. It works for either. So I know a lot of um, guys get, uh, what's the word, kind of like intimidated by vibrators. Okay, calm down. But I mean, I understand at the same time, like, can, can women get, you know, have an orgasm by just a man, you know, like using their hands or oral, whatever, they might feel like maybe not because women are used to using vibrators, but, um, you can, you just have to, you know, listen to your girl and hear, like, she'll tell you what works and what doesn't and what feels good and what doesn't and just go from there and you'll be fine. So nowadays I can come like one to two times or like orgasm one to two times when I masturbate um, but when I was first doing it, I could do it like six times. I was just like having fun. I was going with it. It was working. And now I'm like, I get in my head and it's so annoying. It's so crazy how powerful the mind is, especially when you're trying to have an orgasm. It's like if you get too much in your head, then it literally won't happen. It'll be like this close to happening and it won't. And I'll be so frustrated so sometimes that happens and I can only come once um 
but I've been trying to work up back to where I was a year ago to do like multiple. I could do two right now. I mean, that's not anything special. But, um, but yeah, with, uh, I don't know if I did. I'm not going to talk about him. I was going to talk about my uh, recent relationship, but I don't think that's very fair of me to do. That's, that was an intimate relationship and experiences that are both of ours. So I'm not going to share anything about that. Um, I'll just say it was nice. That's all. Um, but overall, yeah, you go with the people that care about your pleasure and not just their own that's that's my advice but obviously um men suck and uh it's hard to find that sometimes but it is weird like even when i'm talking to my guy friends they keep saying how much like oh yeah i get off when she gets off and it like it turns me on when when, like i can make her feel really good and i'm like oh shit okay all right maybe think maybe times are changing i don't know um Oh, I I share everything on on this podcast, whatever. I have been crying occasionally after I have an orgasm um, because I'm alone and it's not with somebody else. So I get sad and literally right as I start tearing up, I'm like, fuck this like stop and I want to be in the moment of of just being with me and feeling powerful enough to like make myself have an orgasm and be in that moment of tranquility after I orgasm and then it's just like I'm starting I cry and I'm like stop but it's not an always thing so whatever but uh I do feel so much more like connected to my mind body and my soul since I've started exploring my own body um and it's just like so upsetting that it is so taboo for women to speak openly about um masturbation sex intimacy or to masturbate or to like whatever like it's just taboo and it sucks and I hear a lot um about like parents like still to this day like with new kids now it's like well I'm like waiting to introduce them to like the sex talk um I still think they're a little too young you know schools are debating when to start talking about it I think like as soon as kids are um old enough where they start asking questions which is like what like three or four we should be open with them about life in general and answer the questions that they have and and not be so reluctant to tell them or like be weird about it when they ask because that just makes them uncomfortable and they shouldn't be because they have bodies we have these organs for a reason they have functions for a reason so we should be teaching them about exploring their body, exploring, letting, teaching them that, like, it's so, well, I don't know what I was going to say, but, you know, down the line, um, you know, some people are asexual and that's okay. And some people don't want to masturbate and that's okay. And 
but you should be allowed to explore your body in whatever way that you want to, especially as a woman. And it's fucked up that we feel icky and gross about doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I put I put three sections on my notes tab. I put sex and then I put orgasms and masturbation and then I put body count. And I only put two um two uh bullets for bro my phone is freaking out and i'm pissed off because i just updated my cloud storage and it's saying that i did it anyway i put two bullet points for body counts and the first one is who gives a shit and the second one is the end thank you (laughs) but um that's not really what i'm here to talk about today but like who cares what your body count is men shouldn't get pissed off that women have had a lot of sexual partners you know fuck off if you are uh, insecure about that you can go fuck off i don't like you so that's that end of story (laughs) that's why that one only has two tabs or two bullet points um so in summary i have had a lot of anxieties about exploring my own body and talking about it openly And so that's why I am doing it now on my podcast. I want women, us, to not feel afraid to speak openly about these things, to ask questions, to start exploring our own bodies, because we're human and we're people. And we shouldn't have to feel taboo about it. We shouldn't have to feel weird about it. Yeah, like I said, if you don't masturbate at all, that's fine. Maybe you're asexual and that's fine too. You define sex yourself. Is it with a partner? Is it by yourself? Is it penis and vagina penetration? Is it oral? Is it just using toys? Is it when somebody comes? Is it just when somebody feels pleasured? When someone feels good? Doesn't matter. You define what sex is to you. Whatever you define it as is valid. Also, to all the people that say, like, oh, I'm a virgin. Um, I'm late in the game. All this stuff. Like, are you? Because have you had sex with yourself? Maybe you're not in that, in terming it that way. Um, But also, if you want to label yourself as that, great. But also, it's like a... Um, what do you call it? It's not really like a scientific word. It doesn't like describe somebody scientifically. So like, really, we shouldn't be using it at all in my, in my personal opinion. But yeah, that's my sex talk for today. Um, sorry, I don't have a guest. I would love to have a guest. Um, and I wanted one for this, this topic, but it's fine. (laughs) Hmm getting cloudy so i'm getting tired i was also gonna wear like this like cute outfit today because um we're talking about sex and i wanted to feel cute um but all the tops just looked weird on camera so i decided to just go with this and yeah um yeah and i will say that um my sexual experiences have gone a lot better (laughs) Um, it was cut a little short because I started 
masturbating a year ago, didn't have a partner until this summer, then started exploring what sex was like once I knew how to feel good and orgasm, but as you know, it was cut short. It's okay. There's no hard feelings. I'm being serious. Um, but, um, unfortunately couldn't explore that more with that person. Um, but from all that I did experience, it was good. And, um, I hope that you guys, if you do want a sexual partner, um, or just a partner in general, that it's somebody that respects you, values you, cares about you and what you have to say, what you feel and your pleasure and all that stuff, because it really does make a difference. Um, from when you're with someone who is narcissistic, mentally abusive, only cares about themselves, versus somebody who is really nice and cares about you and supports you and makes you feel good. So, try to find that kind of person. Um, it's my recommendation. But also, you don't need a partner to have sex. You don't need a partner to feel validated in your sexual experiences. And, um... I'm kind of suffering with that right now because I was used to having a partner and now I'm not. And so that's why I cry after I masturbate sometimes. But we are trying to work through it and uh, we slowly are. And that's okay. It's okay to cry. Okay? It's okay to cry. Let's all just cry right now. Ready? Go. I will probably... No. Mm, I was going to say I'll probably cry when I, when I finish this episode. But no. I'm just tired. I just want to take a nap. Anyway. I love you guys and I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that validated some of your experiences. Um, and if you're a guy that's watching this and you're like, what? Like you only just started masturbating last year? What? Yeah, this is just like a taste of what um, sex as a woman is like. Maybe it's only me. Who knows? I know plenty of my girlfriends who started thinking about sex and masturbating in high school and I'm just a little bit late and that's okay because I figured it out and I got here in my own time and that's what's important so I'm gonna go take a nap or edit this oh, I'm tired this is guys I'm doing this so early this is Sunday it's Sunday today and this pod goes out on Wednesday I'm so hyped because um I'm working more jobs now, so it's a little bit rough on my mental health, but I am making time to do the pod, and that's what is making me happy, so, so yeah. Um, hope you have a good rest of your week, and I'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.